Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today we're going to take a sidebar away from all that life coaching stuff and talk business for a second. As you may have been aware of, we've been talking about this whole idea of branding, specifically your story. But now I want to shift and talk about your offer. Look, there's people out there who want to have what you've got. And in order to do that, you've got to make an offer. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to position your product or services in a way that's compelling, magnetic, and absolutely irresistible. And you're going to get some really important tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're here with me. This is your very first time listening. I'm giving you a fist bump. Boom. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button, wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, make sure you share this podcast with somebody else. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee, where you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Please be sure to include in the beginning or the end of your voicemail message, whether or not I have permission to air your message. Also, write a review. You've been listening. If you've been enjoying it, let other people know. That way, it singles to me what you like, and I can give you more of that. And also, check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to send a message to me directly. You can check out other archives of other podcast episodes, check out my story, learn about resources, and just anything that fancies you. So go ahead, check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. Oh, and you can also use that to sign up to my free weekly mailing list. I drop that every Monday morning, as well as joining Energy. That is my support group for entrepreneurs. All right. Everything we're going to be talking about is in my course in full detail, Selling Superstar. Selling Superstar is a self-study program where we talk into the mechanics of psychology as well as brand information and just everything that you need to show up and just let people know that you are here and you are have something important that they need to pay attention to that I'm going to leave a link to selling superstar in the show notes below as you may recall in the last episode of our, our conversation, we were talking about this conversation of branding, specifically your story. And I really encourage you to listen to that if you haven't done so, or perhaps listen to it again if you need to. But this whole idea of personal branding, everybody talks about it, but few people really understand it. And just to summarize it, it is really a message that you want to share with other people that concisely represents who you are and it can't be replicated it can't be manufactured from some ideas that you've got on Instagram or whatever this is really representing who you are unapologetically it represents who you are what you do how you do it and why you do it differently and you're not going to sit here and try to fake the funk, when I say fake the funk, pretend to be someone that you're not. Oftentimes, there's so many people who think that, well, I'll fake it till I make it. And I'll pretend to be someone that is a popular version of what I would like to be. And so many times I've seen people who are trying to be a replica of someone that's more famous. And at the end, I'm thinking about one particular celebrity and she she was interviewed and she came up and she admitted in the the article that 
she tried so hard to replicate what she thought was success, what she thought what people was in demand for. And at the end, she felt depressed and sad and disheartened. And she is now, despite all her money and despite our fame and our celebrity status, she's trying to discover who she is and what matters most to her. And if I would have said her name, you'd be like, who? Huh? I can't believe this person believes that. And the fact of the matter is there's too many countless stories of celebrities that have drowned themselves in substance abuse issues, addiction issues, so many issues because they never got to be acceptant of who they are and why they believe the things they do. And more importantly, not apologizing, not getting into the trap of people pleasing where they push all their feelings off to the side because they want to gain the approval of other people. And that is a prescription for failure, a prescription for disaster in terms of long-term mental, physical, spiritual well-being. So go ahead and re-listen to that or listen to that if you haven't done to, because that's the foundation of what we want to talk about. You cannot sell something that's coming from a place of brokenness, emptiness, insecurity, envy, covetousness. In other words, wanting something that you don't have. If you want to make an offer and it has that rocky foundation, think of it as trying to build a house on quicksand or an area that's prone to flooding or some type of natural disaster. It just takes one single calamity, one single bout of depression or misfortune and all the things that you have built up could fall apart. So we don't build a business. We don't make offers if we ourselves are not feeling secure about ourselves and what we're trying to do in business. And I wish somebody told me that message before because I couldn't understand why I would sell things in the past. And once someone would buy it, they would look into the course and whatever, and they would say, oh my goodness, like, is this even representative of who you are? And I had one brave soul many years ago who told me that. And it really impacted me because it was the beginning of my business. And I just desperately wanted to sell. I just desperately wanted to get my name out there. And I was willing to say and do anything just to make that dollar or for some people that franc or that pound or their lira or whatever your currency, because I know I got people internationally. Too many of us get into this, this mindset of, I really just want to make money. And I really just want someone to appreciate me. And I'm going to sell this thing dirt cheap, or I'm going to be able to try to pretend to be a low cost version of the celebrity that I'm enamored by. And that is definitely something that I don't want you to go through when you know that you have something inside of you that is important, that is meaningful, but the insecurities and the fears are clouding your mind with all that stuff. You know, selling superstar goes into the psychology of understanding yourself, not just understanding the person that you're dealing with, your ideal client. But what we're going to talk about is your offer. And the first thing that I want to just really emphasize and just drive home, because I definitely see this a lot with young entrepreneurs. I don't say young chronologically. I'm talking about young in terms of through the zero or startup to the first five years of business. It's this idea of selling things because it's popular. Now, 
a couple years ago, there is a rapper and he was selling this shoe that claimed to have a drop of, of blood in, into it. And I'm not getting into the rapper name or the story or in detail, but I remember it was very popular. It was very sensationalized that he was just capturing on the mystique of demonic energy and all this stuff. And it was wildly successful with his fan base. It was it generated a lot of buzz. It generated a lot of talk, okay? Unbeknownst to scene, unbeknownst to scene, there was huge copyright issues. There was huge licensing issues, manufacturing issues, because all the emphasis was put on being triggering and sensationalizing without understanding the business side of it. So as you're doing your offer, the very first thing that I just want to tell you up front before we get into anything else is please resist the desire to weigh the hype over the actual substance of what you're trying to sell. Okay. I know for a lot of people, it's so alluring to try to sell stuff that is based on something that you saw viral that was going on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, or something that you saw on the morning show. So tempting. But if we don't do our due diligence and really understand whether or not we even have a right to start selling certain things, right? We might overlook the fine details and the nuance. So above anything, I just want you to understand why we have a sober mind, right? We're And we're being cautious about the things that we sell because there might be some huge background consequences of the things that we're trying to promote. So that's the above all with your offer is just do your homework, do your due diligence, understand what you can say, what you can't say, what you can promote, making sure you get your patent information, your copyright, your royalty, all that stuff. I was thinking about one other particular client where she was selling this particular cosmetic thing and she was trying to use images that she didn't obtain the rights, the royalty rights. And she spent hundreds of dollars, actually say not hundreds, tens of thousands of dollars on trying to package and market this particular cosmetic product. And because she didn't have the royal, and with let me just add some more information before I could go on with the story. Along with the packaging for this particular cosmetic uh, item, she also included some photos that she didn't have the right, she didn't have the royalty right to, to put on the packaging. And so she's imagine she's spending tens of thousands of dollars on packaging and having all this stuff going out for sailing. And then she, just by chance, the... The person that had royalty rights, but particular image that was going to be used on this cosmetic product, say, "Hey, look, you never asked me for this, and I want X amount of dollars," and it far exceeded all the costs that she spent for marketing and packaging and distributing her product, and she ended up just losing a lot of money. Now, thankfully, she had enough reserves to recover, sort of, from the situation. But that's part of the due diligence and the homework that I, I really want to impress upon you. The other thing that I want to impress upon you as part of your offer is really understanding, is this offer representative of who you are? Because if it's not, 
then you really have to ask yourself, why am I selling this product or service? Am I just doing it again for a fast payday? Let me give you a classic example. I am a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions, but I'm also a life coach for entrepreneurs, right? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm a life coach for moms, although I do work with moms. I'm not going to, you're never going to see a product from me or a service saying that I'm going to give out a life coaching package for busy moms or people who are saying that they're autistic or people who are, you know, certain special niche categories, because that's not really what I focus on. I work on entrepreneurs who may have suffered through traumas and addictions or some type of of traumatic situation. That's my wheelhouse. Are you trying to step out of your wheelhouse and trying to sell a product or service that's completely unrelated to you? Okay, let me get even more extreme. You're not going to see my face on a Burger King billboard. You're not going to see my face talking about mattresses, okay? What does Denise Lee and Mattress King got to do with me, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Don't go outside your wheelhouse in the beginning. Get a firm foundation of who you are, what you do, why you do it, and stay within your realm. Now, I know there's some people, especially celebrities, that they just start making money. And it's like everyone's just throwing money in their face to just sell all sorts of things. I'll never forget when I went into a particular department store and I saw uh, Ellen DeGeneres selling her home cookware. And like, I'm thinking to myself, she's a comedian. Now she's in cookware and then she's selling paint supplies and now she's selling all these other home decor type things. Now, if she wants to like migrate from comedian to home accessories queen, more power to her right? But that dilutes her brand, which unfortunately makes her offer a little bit weird because, wait a minute, I thought you were known for telling jokes and being a talk show host. Now you're selling cheap spatulas and pants? Like, what is this? Understand who you are. Understand what you value. Now, if Going back to the Ellen DeGeneres example. Now, maybe she spent time learning about cookware and all this other stuff and she's really passionate about it and she's done her research. Like, more power to her. My question to you, if you're going to willing to make an offer out there, right? Have you done your homework? Have you researched what you're selling? Do you have information that backs up the value of your product? For example, just having your face and selling a spatula, it ain't it, all right? But if you've been a cook for 20 years, yeah, if you're selling some spatula, I think you know a little bit about what kind of quality spatulas is and what how much you, your ideal customer may be willing to pay for it based on your experience and use of cookware, as an example. When you're thinking about your offer, right, you have to think about the flip side, how the other person is viewing your credibility. Now, for some people, they rely on the credibility of other people. I was doing some um, little bit of research about George Foreman. And lo and behold, I found, you know, the George Foreman grill. You know, I, I found out that George Foreman never even created the grill. It was another guy, some Canadian guy, I believe. And George Foreman used it once. He said, this is so good. I got to put my name on it. And sure enough, he put his name on it. Like 20 years later, he's still selling those grills. I got a grill, by the way. It's pretty good. 
with a little drip pan, everything with the grease falls down so that food is healthier. Anyway, I digress. The point I'm trying to make here is that too many of us think that we can just put our name on something and just make lots of money. It doesn't work that way. As we're building our name, as we're trying to get a more market share, we need to show proof that we know what we're selling and we know why it's impactful for our ideal customer. And so part of your message, your offering message, right, is saying, not only do I value this, I use this, this impacts me, this impacts other people, and this is why. As part of your branding message, If you haven't done so already, start including people who have been impacted by your product or service. Too many of us in the beginning of our business are so shy about asking for testimonials or reviews or ratings because unless it's five stars all the way, we want to keep our mouth shut. But your offer needs to lend some sort of credibility. And the only way to do that is to have people that's not you sing the virtues of it. It saves time. It made my life simpler. It helped me fill in the blank. It solved the pain. I talk a lot about in Selling Superstar about how you're going to be able to position what you're selling against either the pain that your ideal customer is trying to run away from or the pleasure they're they're trying to get towards, like break all that down. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I'll just say that for so many of us, we're so afraid of rejection, so afraid of fear. We are not making bold claims about the value that goes into this. Like, for example, and I think about my my business, I think about the coaching work that I do. I know for a fact that my business saves lives. I know for a fact that my business helps not just business owners succeed, but helps them get along better with themselves, their family, their friends. I have heard, I've received the messages. I've received the thanks about how they were able to climb out from the confusion and the chaos and the turmoil and understanding who they are, what they want, why they want it, and create smoother, cleaner conversations with other people and not just with their business, but in all parts of their life. So it's when I say bold claim, I mean that you've got the the information that backs it up. I help save lives. I help improve communities. That is the absolute truth. It sounds bold because a lot of people want to minimize and say, well, I've helped X person or I helped Y person. But be very clear and be unapologetic if if people might think of it. Oh, my goodness, that's audacious of you or that's really really strong language. Here's the thing. As part of making your offers, you have to understand that people are looking at five, six, seven, eight, whoever number of competitors that sell what you have to offer. Okay. And they're looking for someone who is completely confident and sold at the idea that what they have to give you is going to totally transform their life for the better, going to take away pain or give pleasure. And if you're now there making those bold claims, 
Trust me, somebody else is. So why not be the first at the scene and saying, look, this is what I got to offer. And I definitely know it's going to impact you. And I definitely know it's going to help you. And And this is the tangible results based on what other clients have experienced. And I know that if you do the work or you use it, as I suggest, it's going to help you. And that message has to be consistent, not just on the packaging if you're selling a product, but in your messaging and your however you communicate with your ideal customer via your if you have a podcast or what el- what else is going on in your realm of marketing and promoting your business, but too many of us are too afraid of saying things because they're afraid of pushback or rejection or being seen offensive. And here's the thing. I wish that someone told me this in the beginning of my business, but I had a mentor tell me this and it just has really had a profound impact on my life. You will repel more ideal customers by trying not to offend anyone. In other words, by not trying to be repelling, you'll actually be repelling. And so selling superstar goes into understanding who you are and understanding that People are looking for a hero, a strong person that takes a stance, that understands who they are and what they've got to offer. And that's what I want for you. If anything else, to understand that there's someone looking for someone just like you, someone who has done their research, someone who understands that you have solved so many problems that they have been racking their minds for months, if not years facing. I think about one particular book that had really impacted my life. And I wish I read that book years ago. It would have saved me from so many terrible interactions with different people, but that book saved it. And I remember when I opened that book, the first line of the book was, it was saying something along those lines, this will impact your life if you use it. And my goodness, that book lived up to its claim. Why don't we take that stance and say that we know, we care, and we want to help. And this is going to be something that's going to change your life. Imagine if we had more people passionate about the things that they were selling. How many people would be having better interactions or having more problems resolved in such a short period of time so they didn't feel stressed or worried or anxious or afraid or whatever fill in the blank discomfort they are facing. Be that person. Be bold with who you are, what you have to say. Be bold about the things that you're doing. Do your homework. Do your research. Don't just make false claims unless you've done the necessary homework. Your offer is a mixture of confidence in not just yourself, but what you've got to give to your ideal customer or client. And don't be fearful of hate hate grams or nasty grams, rather, or people saying nasty things about you. Because look, here's the thing. As your brand grows, as your business expands, it's just par for the course that you're going to get people who are uncomfortable with you and what you've got to offer. Understand that. For every 5,000 people who love you, trust me, there's going to be at least five who who are not going to like you. And it may have nothing to do with who you are. They might be, you might remind them of someone 
that rubbed them wrong in the past. And then you're just someone that they can e- easily make a pot shot against. I don't know. The point I'm trying to make is that don't be stressed about the haters and don't be stressed about people trying to say negative things about you. That's just part of doing business. Just keep at it. Okay. Now, I know I had to say something that really impacted you. I would love to hear from you. Write me at anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee or send me a message directly. I would love to hear from you either way and check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect where you can also send me a message there. Well, as always, I enjoy talking with you. If you enjoy this uh, time with one another, please share this podcast with someone else and love writing review and check out Selling Superstar. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.